Welcome to the Catapulting Commission's podcast. This is the place where we discuss how to maximize performance and improve retention with today's modern sales force. Every conversation on the show has one goal in mind, and that is to catapult your commission. I'm your host, Anthony Garcia, international best-selling author, motivational speaker, and a lifelong sales enthusiast. Be sure to join me every week as we interview sales leaders and entrepreneurs from around the world. We will discuss best practices and ensure that you leave motivated and inspired to take action. Now, let's enjoy today's episode. Catapulting Commissions family. What's up, team? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Catapulting Commissions podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Garcia. Today's guest, let's talk about high performance habits. Let's talk about what you do when you're not selling to increase the productivity when you are selling. World around lifestyle and business coach specializing in health, high performance, and energy management. MJ's Gordon's straightforward, time tested strategies give goal oriented individuals the extra level up they need to regain balance, joy, resilience in their health, business, and life, and most importantly, how to catapult their commissions. MJ, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. Glad to have you here. So MJ, let's let's break this down here. High performance habits. There is a um right, there's a stigma in the business sales community that it is just go 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 go, right? So everybody's yeah. just on the move, on the move, on the move and we forget so much about taking care of ourselves. We forget the habits that we do outside the sales world that impact us in our sales world. And I can make that argument for almost any industry. So we're going to give the show tons of high performance habits right now. We're going to talk about uh, what it is that you do and teach and how it's relevant. But before we do that, give us a little high level background, who you are, where you're coming from and all the goods. Thanks. Um, yeah, I have specialized in the health industry as a personal trainer and a, a diet coach for over a decade. And being a high performer myself, I was a high performance athlete. I was, you know, honor roll student. I started business at 19 years old. Um, and I was go, 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 like you said. And it wasn't until my mid 20s that I started really hitting a wall. Um, originally for whatever reason, I thought this was due to some kind of PTSD childhood trauma because I had quite a rough childhood and I thought it was just kind of piling in on me as I was starting a family. Um, but after several years of fighting with, uh, perfect diets and, uh, perfect habits, stress management, I was still hitting this wall. So I finally decided to get tested, got, um, multiple specialists to look inside my body and see what was wrong. And it turned out my, I was hormonally imbalanced. I was not creating enough cortisol, which is a stress hormone. Now people think cortisol is bad, but cortisol is actually what you need to be able to regulate stress. It plays an intimate role in regulating blood sugar. Without cortisol, you can't get up and go. You literally feel like a ton of bricks that's just flat on the floor. Everything feels exhausting. So it was crazy at this point that you know, I'd even raised a family and running a business. Um, but at that point, I became super passionate about figuring out how to resolve this naturally. I didn't want to do hormone therapy, not that that's bad, but I just wanted to see if my body could regain that balance again. And it took a couple years of implementing, you know, certain strategies and, and health things and still to maintain this balance 
moving forward so that it doesn't happen again. And that's what I'm excited about sharing. You're speaking so much relevance to, to the catapulting commissions community right now, because as you were saying that that stress just leaving you on the floor, I mean, I spent years, years managing sales teams there. I'd wake up and I'm like, holy crap. Like, and I wouldn't say I was depressed. I, I wouldn't say I was sad. I was just stressed. And you're just like, I feel stuck sometimes. And so the, to, to hear you say that and you being a high performer yourself, it, it, it makes me feel good inside. Not that misery loves company, but it, it, it tells the catapulted commissions community, right? You are not alone if the stresses of your day are impacting you. So I mean, and there were so many times where I was like, am I just reaching too high? You know, do I think more of myself than I should? You know, like, am I just being too arrogant or mm. overconfident? So you get this self-doubt. And, and there was a point where I'm like, should I pull back? You know, so it's important to realize that if you're struggling with this, it's likely not you. It's, it's some sort of system error, so to speak, that just needs to find balance. Let, let's, let's just cut the chase. Did you pull back? No. I mean, oh. yes, you have to, uh, to cool. a degree. If you're in as bad of shape as I was, okay. you have to pull back. And I'm saying yes, because this is kind of how maybe us hustlers or people who are A-type personalities were, will perceive it. But it was so minimal. And what happened was once everything got in balance, everything just launched off. I mean, 10x, 10x. I love that yeah. to hear you. I mean, to hear you say you're pulling back, it is catapulted commissions family. It's not a bad thing to say. I'm going to pull back or I'm going to scale back or I'm going to step back for a second. I am a, I'm a big advocate for mental health days. And I know some of the people that used to work with me would joke, you know, they're like, Oh, I'm gonna take a mental health day. And I would never question them. I'm sure sometimes they had fun with it. But at the end of the day, I truly believe I love what you said. Just take a step back to go forward. Now, I don't know if everyone does it correctly. So there's, there's that there is, and that's more from a productivity of sales person, sales standpoint. We talk a lot about momentum and, and all of that. So I definitely curious to hear your thoughts on the strategies you, you've implemented to stay really as a high performer and staying balanced. But w what I want to gain is a little bit more understanding on you, MJ. At what point, what was like the peaking point? What was the greatest point of overwhelm? What was the, the climax that said, okay, this is it. Screw this. I'm changing it. How did you manage that? So we were in business trying to scale and we had lost two really large contracts that put us into pretty big debt because I was not financially balanced. And then my husband was like, Hey, let's slow your roll and let's talk because I am super unhappy. Like, it took that for him to be like, what are we doing? Because we've sacrificed a lot to get here. And now we're in a place where financially this is scary. And to top it off, it's so not worth it because <laughs> I'm questioning our relationship, our quality of life and, you know, what we're doing with our time. And that's when I really had to stop and self-reflect because, you know, obviously I was putting everything that was important to me on the line and had to really question what is the actual weakest link? You know, is it money? Mm -hmm. Is it time? Is it energy? I mean, that's, those are the things that we all complain about, but what is it and why is it creating such a wall? 
um, there was something in me that really believed that, um, you know, what I was struggling with shouldn't have been a struggle. I, I seen so many people who, um, not that I'm, you know, smarter or more brilliant, but so many people who I could relate to that I felt like did so much more. And, you know, why did something seemingly simple seem like such a struggle? That's, I think, a common question for a, a lot of us is, why am I hitting this wall? I, you you having, having that self-awareness, one. But I think that the bigger part is you had someone sit you down and mm-hmm. say, hey, right? And, and that, it, it, the, the relationship between you and your husband, that's an incredibly intimate relationship. And I, and I know that. I know my wife has sat me down at times and been like, hey, you know, get your head out of the clouds. Like, where, where are we going with this? Or, you know, she's she tough love. Stand up, buttercup. Like, it's, and you can fight. Get up going. But yeah. if it goes to show something we talk about on the show, right? Who's influencing you? Who's, who's your power circle of influence? Who is in your corner? to have that conversation. So I think that's, that's incredibly insightful to hear you say that. So let's talk about st- strategically. What's your current strategy today for high performance and staying balanced? So we know, we understand where you were, where, what brought you here, but what are you doing today right now that we can use on the show? So step one, no matter who you are, where you're at, how you feel, I think the most important thing is to be consistently aware of what is going on inside your body. You can sit here and say, I'm tired. Uh, I, I don't eat well. I don't sleep well. But unless you really know what's going on inside your system, and that means getting tested, not just your basic tests that you get with your primary care, but I always recommend a hormone panel, gut mapping, in addition to allergy testing at the bare minimum, so that you understand what your body is sensitive to, what makes it feel better when it's at its peak, and then you can start to hone in and refine from there. This is a key thing that I think so many people miss, but if you look at the top high performers on earth, I mean, I'm not even just talking about athletes because athletes, it seems like a no brainer, but you look at people like Tony Robbins, these people highly prioritize understanding what their body is going through on a regular, consistent basis. No, when you say that, what your body's going through, I mean, this is, is this everything? I mean, is this from how I feel to what I eat to what time I go to bed? I mean, I I have, you know, I love, I love my body, but sometimes when I go work out at the gym, I don't love my body the next day. It feels like crap. Right. But I mean, is that what we're talking about? Just like the overall control of what's going inside and what I'm doing. Yeah. So if you feel like crap the next day, why? What kind of crap are you feeling? Are you just sore? Mostly just sore. Are you burning out? Right. Yeah. But there's, you know, there's a different, there's a difference there. Okay. Uh, You know, in my circumstance, I thought exercise more, it's healthy. And so I would beat myself up in the gym. I would force myself to exercise, but because I wasn't making cortisol and only because I knew this at that point, I was, I became aware of that actually pushing myself to exercise only increased the issue. So if you're low cortisol, your hormone balance is off, you might not be the person that needs to wake up at 5 a.m., get a cold shower and exercise. You might actually be overtaxing your adrenal system too much that you're imposing more stress that your body can't recover from. And it sounds like, you know, it does. It kind of feels like, wow, I'm a fragile, you know, thing right now. But you look at NASCAR racers, they, they, they work on how to efficiently change out those tires, like get everything checked, like every so many laps because they're going at high speed. A lot of people in business don't look at themselves like NASCAR racers. They're like, I'm not an athlete. You know, I don't travel, you know, multiple times a week or some people maybe do, but 
regardless of what you are doing, like many of us, we have families, we have businesses, and you know, this is like, I mean, this takes everything out of you 24 seven sometimes. And you're constantly in fight or flight mode. In addition to the fact that we're always on these Mm -hmm. and these, these exercise, the brain waves actually that put us in fight or flight mode. And we're never tapping back into Delta theta. And because we're not getting to those restorative states, even when we sleep, we're not hitting those restorative states. So we're constantly going to what I call an energy deficit. If you're in a deficit, I mean, you, you got to like really recover from that deficit before you can think about, you know, launching to the moon. Mm. Okay. So I like that. So step one, I control my body. And I think that's in- incredibly insightful for you to say, being aware of, of what your body's telling you. For those of you that go to the gym, I know there's a big community of us listening to the show that do go work out. So I, I enjoy that. What's step two? Step two is to make sure you're not in a deficit. And if you are, get out of it. How do you get out of it? You create a supportive lifestyle that helps stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system. So these are big words, but it's basically just rest and restoration, rest and recovery. So the opposite of fight or flight, fight or flight is good. We're intended as, as a species, we're intended to be exposed to high levels of stress for about up to 15 minutes. After that, continual levels starts to really tax on us. And it's unfortunate, but because we're not used to be constantly stimulated with all of the noise on social media, on our phones, in our minds, like we used to live a much more passive and peaceful life. We are constantly in states of fight or flight. If you are ever in traffic and somebody cuts you off and you like throw your hands up and feel that like feeling of, ah, like you already know you're on the verge of fight or flight because... You know, we're just in such a defensive mode 24-7. We're defended of our time, of our energy, of the way that people respond to us over very trivial things. And it's normal, but now it's becoming a skill that we have to cultivate and acquire to learn how to tap back into rest and recovery. Mm. So a couple key things to do that is pomodoro breaks, pomodoro breaks right? The taking five minutes off every 25 minutes, but a lot of people take those breaks and they get on their phone and they, you know, scroll social media or get to some text messages that they might've been neglecting personal stuff, but you really got to get back into things that don't stimulate those beta gamma brainwaves. So the stuff that really causes you to get present. You definitely threw some big words at me, but I get what you're saying. So I, 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 I am guilty of that. What you just said, I feel like you're you're in my office watching me because I'm I'm really good at just saying, OK, I'm going to go f- full speed. I'm going to just knock out this task and get it. I, f- I feel like I have good habits. But then you say exactly what I'm like. Oh, I got a break. And then my phone instantly comes into my hand and I'm scrolling. I'm responding to messages. Then I find emails. Then I find and it's just, it just goes down this rabbit hole. And 30 minutes later, I'm like, I completely didn't never took any time to myself. And then the next thing pops up on my calendar that needs my attention or or something stills, uh, you know, that becomes urgent when I never really took that break. So I, I appreciate that. So how many how many steps do we have here on this strategy for high performance? I love step one. I love step two. Like this is this is good stuff. Catapultic missions family. I hope you're taking notes. And if not, please rewind. Take notes again. We're going to give you all the stuff to get in contact with MJ. But this is good stuff. Tell me more. It's three steps. Okay. So you get step one, which is recover. And that, that goes hand in hand with getting tested. So technically we're still in step one. Okay. Step two is to fuel your body. Okay. 
So um, recover is huge. I, I, it's step one because it's the biggest, but for whatever reason, everybody's interested in the, the food, the diet, yeah. you know, how do I eat better? Um, you know, it's like you could put the best highest premium fuel in the NASCAR, but if it doesn't take the time to get that, the tires rotated out and all the checks and balances, you know, ticked off, then it's still going to crash. So I, I really like to just emphasize step one is recovery. You have to know that you're getting good sleep, deep sleep, quality sleep, enough sleep. That's I emphasize overemphasize sleep because it's the thing that we neglect the most that I've seen in, you know, all my clients and students. Um, but then after that, you really got to make sure that you're fueling yourself right. Because how many of us wake up and we're like, Ooh, we're rushing out the door. I've got a million things on my mind. Let me just swing by Starbucks, grab a coffee and like a bagel and just like guzzle that down on my way to my next meeting or, or you know, wherever I'm transitioning to. And we don't really think about getting a good meal till maybe the end of the day. A lot of us uh, take on, what is it? That fasting intermittent fasting. Yep. <laughs> and I think, I think if we were honest, like half of us do that just out of convenience. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about eating till the end of the day. But you know, you have to, in knowing your body by getting it tested, you'll get to familiarize yourself with the, what actually supports your body and the language that it, the approach, really the care that it needs to perform at its best. And we're all different. So some of us, we might be able to get on a text message and like feel really relaxed because I don't know, maybe we're having a loving conversation with somebody that we're texting, but most of us were just in this hyper, just get it done quick and move on to the next thing mode, like piling to-do lists that never go away. Mm-hmm. That when we're in that state, we're not breathing deeply enough. You know, we're constantly shallow breathing. Our minds are constantly going. And so we're just continuing to create more of a deficit. And so you know, in my history as a, as a fitness trainer, we went from 50 year olds who were almost retired being totally burnt out to now I get people in their early twenties burnt out because they just finished medical school or they just, you know, got out of school and starting their business or, you know, and starting family and they're just stressed. And I'm like, we should not be burnt out in our twenties. You know, it's like the most energy that we have is then. So I love that. I mean, as you say that, it's yeah. I take a look right at my own life. This is this is deep for me on the show. So my my daughter is a uh, developing, aspiring, high high level martial artist. We're I mean, I think we're traveling four states this summer for taekwondo competitions. You talk to her. Her goal is to make the twenty twenty eight Olympic team. So we have massive goals. And there's there's times in her training, right? And she's if if I let her go to the gym seven days a week, she will. So there's times that are training. I'm like, you, we're just going to be a kid. We're going to just, and, and her instructor's on board and we're going to, and it's, I can see it at such a young age where it's like, ah, mm-hmm. just relax, like hang mm-hmm. out, go watch a movie, hang outside with your friends. And it, it does two things, right? One, it, it, I just see it mentally give that relief to her, but two, it makes her love and desire to get back like so much more. She's like, I'm ready. Like I needed that right. somewhere along my life. I forgot that for myself and I see it with her, but then for myself, I'm like, no, go, 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 go. And then when you do t- try to take time to relate, to relax, you just, you just feel guilty. Like I'm like, Oh, my phone yeah. is always, it's just, so to hear you say recover, I mean, that's, there's so many, so many areas on that, that become relevant to me. So we get tested, we get recovered. What do we do now? Make sure you're eating well okay. or your body type. 
And then step three is to move your body, but to know where to start moving to begin with. So some people are, there's this thing that I call performance expectations. So I have a tendency, and I think a lot of us have a tendency to impose these performance expectations on ourselves, uh, where I think if I'm working out, I got to work out every day of the week. I got to hit the gym hard for 45 minutes straight. You know, it's got to be like this. And if it's not like that, then I'm not doing a good job. Well, turned out when I found out about my severe, uh, you know, lack of cortisol, Mm -hmm. the, the prescription was stop working out. And I was like, what do you mean? Stop working out. It, it was, you know, you need to rest and recover as much as possible. So when I did start working out, because I was a competitive athlete, I would go straight from zero to 60 and not even realize like muscle memory is there. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had to actually learn when I was pushing myself too much and when that would cause me to go into burnout. And so it started first with just showing up and deep breathing and doing some mild yoga stretches. And now it's evolved into, if I want to go into the gym and hit it hard, some days that's good, but some days I can't give myself enough space and time to recover from that. And so it's just better to go for a nice long walk with my family, get that rest and recovery and my exercise at the same time. Okay. Yeah. I I like that. I think to it's, to hear you say this, right. And, and MJ, I mean, I, I, you know, I connected, I see you on social media to hear you say this. I look at you like, Oh my goodness, you have this all figured out. Like you are, you are, the, <laughs> but like honestly, the vulnerability you just shared right now, I think that relates. I mean, people need to hear this. And, and I mean, y- you guys, MJ, you're not going to tell me an excuse that MJ doesn't have, hasn't heard herself. She's married. She's a mother. She's a business owner. Like you're not, I mean, it doesn't, you, you can't hit me with something and that, that she doesn't have. So I love, I love that direction you're going with. So, so as you make this change, right, you founded this, this system that you create this change, you focus on high performance habits, you, you create this balance in people's life. There has to be certain things that you say no to. There has to be certain 100%. things that are just don't, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to allow myself to entertain this. What are those non-negotiable things that you do solely for yourself? So I 100% every day need to have a minimum of 30 to 60 minutes for myself. Now, sometimes that's like me hanging out with my 10 year old and, and she comes and does something with me that I'm doing. She wants to participate. Sometimes it's, I just need it for myself, but whatever it is, it has to be completely 100% enjoyable, engaging for myself. Do I want to paint my toenails? Do I want to read? Do I want to, you know, get outside and and garden? Cause that's something that I love to do, but whatever it is, I literally call it, I have to waste time for myself. And I say Mm -hmm. that because verbally, a lot of people will be like, well, it just feels like I'm wasting time. So yes, waste time for yourself every single day, 30 minutes. It has to be pure. And you're the only person that can be honest about that. Oh my goodness. It is okay to be selfish to yourself. I love that. You you just can't, you can't perform if you can't take care of yourself. Like I just, I I love, I love that. And 30 to 60 minutes a day. That is, I mean, I thought you were going to say 30 to 60 minutes a week. You're saying daily, 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 any, any, 
other hacks to get some of that daily? Because someone's sitting here saying, that's cool, yeah. MJ, but I have three kids under five <laughs> years old and I have a business and I have a husband and holy crap, from the moment I wake up, it's mom, 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 boss, 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 yeah. boss. And then next thing you know, it's 10 o'clock at night. So where do I they got, get this time at? I got an eight month old. I got two homeschooled children, five, five acres of homestead property, three businesses. I mean, I, I'm with you there. So, uh, it, so I love the practice of minimalism and it's something that underlines the message of everything that I preach. And the reason is you only do have so much time, energy, money, focus, attention. It is so limited and you have to be able to allocate the 20% that is important that you need to do. And the other 80% that needs to either be completely removed or delegated to something else. And so we have this game in our house, like how, how many things can we implement that can save us five minutes a day? How can we save five minutes here, five minutes there? And we often weigh things not based on finances, because I think this is a lot of that holds a lot of people up, not everybody, but especially me and my husband, I have I have the habit of I need to save time. He has the habit of I want to save money. So we we weigh it, you know, if recently we power wash the house. Mm -hmm. So how many hours is that going to take? for my husband to power wash the house. If you can quantify what your hourly rate or your hourly worth is, even if you get paid salary or you don't get paid hourly, you know, if you can quantify at least a base rate for what your time is worth, if you can weigh that into how much it costs to hire somebody to power wash your house and then decide, can I put that time elsewhere or, or is it really worth me saving the money to power wash the house? And so when you do these on little things, they add up. One of my favorite things is recently I got a Roomba vacuum, you know, the mm -hmm. robot vacuums. Mm -hmm. It's like 300 bucks. I think for, for a fancy one, it's like maybe twice the price. And it saves me 10 minutes a day of sweeping my house. I only sweep my house now once, maybe twice a week instead of twice a day. So I, like I said, I live in a homestead property, lots of animals, lots of kids, yep. and it is a mess in here. But with that vacuum, I save myself nearly 30 hours a year. If you quantify what five to 10 minutes a day is 30 hours a year, that's over a whole day of my life. So anything you spend five minutes on a day is equivalent to 30 hours a year. Hmm. So if you don't think, you know, a lot of us don't think about that, but where are you leaking time or energy five minutes here, five minutes there. And so a lot of people put this hurdle, like the, t the time hurdle, but like, if you really quantify everything that you spend five minutes or more on, where are you really spending it? Yeah. A, a lot of it's scrolling here, you know, that's exactly what you just said right now. You, you mentioned it in the room bone vacuum. I'm, I'm like, Oh my goodness. I spend hundreds of hours scrolling aimlessly on social media sometimes I, I, mm -hmm. I, that is my, that is my, uh, that, that is something I'm working on, but I definitely have found myself. I'm like, okay, I don't need to see a laughing dog on Instagram and hearing <laughs> this funny voice. I'm like, Oh my goodness, can close your phone. Let's move forward. Let's do something different. So, uh, yeah, I have five minutes a day, 30 hours a year. It's simple enough for me to say, okay, am I, cause if you told me the other way, Hey, would you invest 30 hours and scrolling on social media. Absolutely not. No way. There's no way in the world I would do that. But that's not the case. That that happens and it happens. It sneaks up on us. Five yes. minute increments here. So that's well, interesting. We, so in fairness, a lot of us are like, 
oh, okay, I'm taking a bathroom break. Like before I get back to my desk, like I'm just going to sit and look here for just two minutes. Like, and we welcome the reprieve. And it's understandable because we're so burnt out. We're going all the time and we're thinking, okay, if I look at social media, it's a great way to catch up with my friends or, you know, look at some strategies while scrolling, entertaining at the same time, understandable. When you designate the 30 to 60 minutes of wasting time for yourself a day, I call it wasting time, but doing something for yourself a day, you are less inclined to look for those reprieves throughout the day. You find yourself actually doing things intentionally that you enjoy, that create value in your life, that you're not just trying to sneak stuff that you're compromising for two minutes here, five minutes there. Mm. There's so, I'm not getting this, MJ, I got to be honest with you. There is just so much we're condensing in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Gabby, catapult the commissions family. If you're not self-reflecting right now on your own high performance habits or no habits, whatever the situation is, I'm telling you right now, the only way you're going to hit your goals in 2023, 2022 and beyond. And this week, next week, income goals, personal goal, relationship goals is to truly self audit yourself in the fashion that we're talking about here with MJ. Now, now MJ which is ironic because I'm about to drop a bomb on you catapulting commissions family. We just talked about these high performance habits. We talked about changing what we're doing to get the most out of now. MJ is a host of a podcast, the everyday vacation podcast. Now I know it doesn't sound like we just talked about an everyday vacation podcast, (laughs) but let me tell you a little bit about the everyday vacation podcast is all about sharing resources, people and messages that help high achievers create more balance and energy in their business and everyday life. So they can live on their terms. The, the Everyday Vacation podcast is really geared at high achievers. She has a following of women who are 30s and 40s who found love for themselves. So if that's you, Catapult Commission's family, you'll have a link in the show notes to go hear uh, the Everyday Vacation podcast. But let's just talk about that. What does living on everyday vacation mean to you? Because we talked about how to get like how to wire my body and, and my success like a NASCAR. But let's what's everyday vacation mean? So. I think a lot of people think of everyday vacation as everyday jet setting, you know, everyday my ties by the pool. Um, and this might sound crazy, but I actually tried that once okay. and it actually does not create uh, the, the type of stress relief or, uh, you know, relaxation that you might think. Um, I think for most of us, that's not what we're looking for uh, because we have to have a purpose. We have to have goals. And so after a while, like at first it feels great, you get caught up. And then after, you know, a couple of years of that, we were kind of like, what are we doing with our lives? Why does it feel like everybody can fit so much more in a day? Like, what are we doing? Nothing's going on. And so there's this dispassionate disinterest you know, in, in living. And that's why they say people who retire early die early. Mm-hmm. Right. So to me, living an everyday vacation is getting that feeling of what you're excited about when you are going on vacation. You're excited about getting time for yourself. You're excited about, you know, experience some, something novel, fun, or in the present moment with people you love or something you enjoy every single day. You get to wake up on your terms or wake up feeling like you're well rested, uh, you get to have fun in your every single day. And this goes way deeper than just 
you know, getting your stuff done and getting your energy levels in check. You know, we went, we went phase one, which is how do we get more energy and combat the overwhelm? But then after you get past that, then what's next? How do you create life on your terms? How is it that you enjoy everything that you do from business to family, to personal life, to your health? I mean, that's, that's what it's about, right? Cause you know, once, once you achieve let's say optimal balance, then you have all this, this canvas to create. And so the everyday vacation is creating life on your terms. I, how you just described it right now, I've heard people make an attempt to describe a life, but how you just described it was crystal clear to me. It, it makes complete sense. Cause I do, when you say everyday vacation, I'm like, Oh, I want that jet setter, just lifestyle. But I, I, I would agree with you. I've never tried it, but I know that I've done some long vacations where like day nine, day 10, I'm like, you know what? Like, I, this is cool. But like, I want to, I want to do something else. Like, I, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, and to hear you, you say that it's the feeling, like it's that feeling. And I, can I create that in my everyday life that, that hits home with me specifically because I know the feelings of enjoyment and peace that, that I search for. And, and let's be honest, right. I'm not perfect, but there's days where I'm like, man, everything hit on all cylinders. Like, the, the the euphoria in my home, the relationship mm. with my wife, the relationship with my kids, the food we ate, the exercise, yes. the deals I closed, everything's in alignment. You're like, oh my goodness, this is awesome. Then there's days that are like totally the opposite, both personal, professional, emotional, and intellectual. You just pick it, they're the opposite. But to hear you say, hey, we're we're thriving for this, and that is the everyday vacation. That's that's what I heard from what you just shared with me right now. That's awesome. Yeah, so, absolutely. I will say there's a caveat though. Tell me. You get there and then, and then you go on actual vacation. And at least for me, we're just ready to come home. <laughs> we're just excited to be here. Uh, not that we're homebodies and do nothing. If you were, anytime you show up, you know, we're, we're always doing stuff with each other, whether, it, whether it's setting up a 50 foot water slide or, you know, we put a zip line in the backyard. I mean, we just, we really create that experience for ourselves. And so you, you know, there are the moments in the beginning of the day where it's like, it's time to get stuff done. You know, it's time to work. But at the end of the day, that 30 to 60 minutes minimum, we're looking forward to that everyday vacation. Well, Catapult to Commissions family, follow MJ's message here. Take 30 to 60 minutes to yourself. It is the most important thing you can do for yourself today. So if you're listening to this show right now and you're driving, you're listening to it on the computer, wherever it is, do two things. One, subscribe, like, comment. Two, put the time on your calendar to say, hey, this is my time. I'm going to protect it. It's for me. It's not for you. It's not for the kids. It's not for business. It's for you. I love that. MJ, how does the Catapulting Commission's family find out more about you? How do they learn more about you? How, I mean, this is great stuff. I know someone's listening right now saying, hey, I want to learn more about MJ. So where do they find you? Thanks, Anthony. They can find me at my website, which is mj-gordon.com. And that links to everything that you could ever want to you know, connect on. So Awesome. We will have that mj-gordon.com in the show notes. We'll also have a link to the Everyday Vacation podcast, which I imagine you'll find on mj-gordon.com. MJ, thank you for joining the show. I wish you nothing but abundant success and a kick-ass rest of 2022. Catapult to Commissions family, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, comment, and I'll see you next week. catapulting commissions family that does it for today's episode if you found some value please be sure to head over to itunes and leave a five-star rating 
don't forget to subscribe. That way you're notified of new episodes. If you want to see the video portion of this podcast, head over to YouTube and look up Catapulting Commissions Podcast. Finally, if you want a free copy of Catapulting Commissions, be sure to text the word HELLO to 661-228-8967. Again, text the word HELLO to 661-228-8967. Thanks for listening to the show. I'll see you next week.